Hello and welcome to a very special bonus episode of What the Tech from Boast AI. Today, Boast AI's own Dana Lee and Asad Ali take the mic for an enlightening innovators live session on streamlining your R&D strategy and effortlessly maximizing tax credit claims. This conversation was originally featured as part of Boast AI's weekly Innovators Live series on LinkedIn. Hope you enjoy the show and stay tuned for next week's regularly scheduled episode of What the Tech, featuring innovators from across North America's tech ecosystem. And we are live. Welcome to another Innovators Live session. Today we have Dana joining us. Dana, welcome. I believe this is your first Innovators Live session, yes? It is, it is. I'm super pumped to be here and get to be part of the process. So thank you for having me. Of course, super excited. And honestly, today's topic is also very exciting. I'm super excited to talk about what we have installed. Really, you know, when I when I think about it, a lot of customers, when they come to us, Boast AI, they always ask, hey, how should I track my R&D tax credits? Or, you know, how do I track my tax credit eligibility? You know, our Canadian customers come to us and they ask, hey, how do we track, how do I track my shred? And really, this is what may spark the conversation for today and really what's important, you know, and the goal here itself is really understanding that companies should just tra- be tracking their R&D and then experts like us should be focusing on their R&D tax credits. Uh, Dana, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, plus one, I totally agree. <laughs> like, And as someone who's been in these audits before with the CRA, that's in line with what they're looking for as well. They're saying... Technically, if you're doing truly systematic investigation, you should be documenting your work, recording this down. Um, and I guess the, there's a numerous amount of benefits for this. Like aside from the R&D claim, just in terms of tracking as an organization, it's it's by documenting the what you've tried, what the challenges you've had, it helps you identify how much time is being spent on these different projects. Um, whether something needs to be time boxed or you're like, no, it needs to be prioritized and escalated. So it gives you a sense of whether to keep going or, or to pause on this due to other priorities, right? Absolutely. So let's jump into our juicy questions for today. And really, you know, I have so many questions to ask regarding best practices, things to note, some things that will help companies, innovators, startups know how to keep track. So really first question, um, how do you think, how does implementing effective project tracking, you know, contribute to optimizing R&D processes, to helping decision making and really maximizing your potential for R&D tax credits? Um, what are your thoughts on that? But I guess I'll take those kind of first two categories of enhancing decision making and maximizing or sorry, enhancing decision making and optimizing your R&D processes. So when you document things, it helps you to understand kind of your cadence of your output, right? How helps you plan in the future of how many tickets can we address? What is a reasonable timeline to do things in? Um, It also helps to get that critical knowledge from let's say senior developers or people who are working really hard on a given project and have that available for other people. So that if the senior developer were to leave the company or goes on vacation, you're not stuck and bottlenecked until they come back. Uh, You have that information in place. Um, and I guess something that, that my manager says all the time to me is human beings brains are not meant for storage retrieval. We're not great. We're not a good hard drive. Our brains are not meant for that. And so the important thing to remember instead is where to retrieve the information that you need. So rather than trying to pack it all into your brain, 
get it documented so you know what system to go to, what to search for, what keyword to find to get the nitty gritty details. This way it frees up your brain for doing the work, trying to solve this next problem, rather than trying to remember all these little details of what you need to do. Um, on the flip side, in terms of why you would want to document for maximizing your R&D tax credits, it's because the CRA and the IRS are looking for a way to substantiate the work that you've done, the, that what you've claimed was actually done by your developers in the year that's being claimed, and the amount of effort spent is in line with the documentation. So that's your documentation is how we would substantiate your claim with in an audit with the CRA or the IRS. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Glad so, to hear it. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So let's, from, from effective project tracking, let's, let's do a couple of essential documentation practices for uh, tracking technical challenges uh, during R&D projects. How can, how can that help us support R&D claims then? You bet. Absolutely. Um, so some best practices, it's documenting one or two major technical challenges per month. So whether you're doing it for with internally for like managing your project, whether you're trying to do it for R&D tax credits, we're, we're not necessarily looking for like every single little like challenge that you have. Otherwise, you're just spending all your time on documentation. Yeah. So one or two major technical challenges um, that you're facing and ideal best case scenario, if we were to go to an audit, is that it's contemporaneous. The CRA and the IRS are saying, as you're doing this work, there should be some sort of paper trail that you have done this work. So it's created as you're going through the year versus at the end of the month. Um, and another plus for doing it as you're doing the work is that you're. it's really easy to forget what you've done. Like if you asked me what I had for lunch like three days ago, I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Probably nothing. <laughs> I have no clue. So that's why it's nice to do it as you do the work. Um, and then the next thing to do is just try documenting the different approaches that you tried to solve that problem. I think we're really good at documenting what the final solution was because we're like, okay, this is what I want to remember, that kind of good stuff. Um, for your, like in an audit, like the IRS and the CRA, they care more almost about what you tried and didn't work than the final solution. Because what you tried and didn't work, that's the knowledge gained. You've learned, you've tried an approach, you've learned what, hey, this didn't work for me because of X, Y, Z. So I need to modify my solution a little bit to get it to outcome that I want. Uh, so the the key thing here is just trying to document your progress and all the different things that you've tried. Um, and ideally, so like things that could include that I apologize. Turns out I have calendar open a million times. <laughs> um, is source code. I've, I've literally had this area ask me, be like, can you just show me a screenshot of your source code? Um, they kind of see that as table stakes. Um, any kind of test cases that you've done, test results are crucial. Meeting minutes from your your yeah. your your conversations, even it's just a picture of your whiteboard, that still counts. Um, and, and emails, like the nice thing about emails is it's got your name, it's got your date on yeah. there. It's, it's lovely. Um, and yeah, I guess with all these different documentation approaches, I guess to help maximize Boast AI's ability to work with your systems and user automated clustering to help identify being like, this is the R and potential like R and D work. Here's how much time could have been spent on it. It's using consistent terminology and taking advantage of your PM system's hierarchy. 
And so by doing those things, it helps to maximize the accuracy of the clustering. Because if it's variable terminology, if it doesn't have that hierarchy, the the cleanliness of the data makes a big difference in terms of the accuracy. So in short, document everything, even if it's a photo, an email, a Slack message, the, the more the documentation, the better, right? Exactly, exactly. Especially if it's like, yeah, if it's like, a whiteboard you've written it already yeah take a picture <laughs> take a picture you know document everything i love it i love it uh, really this brings me to my final question uh, i'm a bit curious to understand more about key time tracking best practices in r&d projects so now i'm thinking both in terms of tax credit eligibility and optimizing product development strategies yeah you bet you bet so my one key advice here is document 100% of someone's time because it's really hard to know at the start of a project sometimes whether it's going to qualify for the the R&D program in the U.S. or shred program in Canada. It might be one of those things where you start on a project and you're like, yes, this is going to be so difficult. And you're like, well, uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. (laughs) I found what I needed available in the public domain. It's all good. Or you might start on a project and say this, I've got this. I'm going to hit this out of the park. And three months later, you're like, I'm still hitting my head against the wall. I cannot solve it. But if you haven't documented that initial set of stages, uh, it's we're, we're missing that kind of one component about the documentation to help substantiate your claim in an audit. So this way, if you're tracking all of your time, then, hey, as we talk about the challenges that you faced proactively throughout the year, they're like, this project came up and actually I do have some documentation to talk about it. And it also helps with the process of recalling the information too. Because again, if you start documenting like six months after you've done the work, it's you've, I'm sure everyone's very, very busy <laughs> and have had to dealt with a lot of things. So it's harder to remember. It's all, um, yeah. Start early. Start <laughs> exactly. Early. Exactly. Um, and in terms of tracking people's time, um, what we would recommend is having like, a, or what I would recommend is having a system to track the level of, effort by employee, by contractor, and it's tied to the different projects you're working on or the activities that they're performing. So these activities could be like development, testing, technical analysis, technical requirements gathering. Um, And it's got a bit of a description about the technical work. Why that's so important is in an audit, the IRS or the CRI will say, okay, well, here's some of the things that I see in the report that was written show me the evidence that this was worked on. Show me those same keywords yeah. that I see in the report. So having that kind of description, having something there to help these, the IRS or the CRA understand what kind of role different people contributed to is, is really helpful. Yeah. And, and I'm sure the CRA, IRS is just wanting evidence on evidence on evidence. And the more you give them, the better. Exactly. <laughs> the more you <laughs> easier it is for them at the end of the day they need to also justify that why they're accepting the claim or what have you to their boss and so if you've got all the paperwork and ducks in a row then it's easy for them to be like here this is why i'm saying yes accept it absolutely that makes so much sense so much enlightening information thank you so much you're more than welcome and i guess the 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 last pro tip i would have is that don't like if you're like okay i know to go out and start using toggle (laughs) and you don't need to do granular time, like hourly time tracking. The series requirements and policy is that you need to be able to substantiate 
your effort, your time, but they don't specify that it has to be through hours. So yes, hours is like the holy grail of all kind of time tracking, but you can use other ways. And what the CRA, like what both the CRA and the IRS want is a methodology to derive level of effort. Um, and it's not based off our memory because our memory is is not great. <laughs> right? That's so, a good pro tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's why, yeah, it's 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 using a system where they're using story points um, mm. or whatever you feel is appropriate. Uh, but it's it's helping to track level of effort because not all tickets are considered the same level of effort. Yeah. Um, and, and why you would want to do this aside from these credits as well, it just helps you to understand your velocity of output, right? So what are you planning? What can you do? Do you have these peaks and ebbs in, in velocity? Why why are those ebbs? What can we do to help our, our dev team to, to stay maximized as much as possible? Yeah. And then you can also track how well are you performing to plan? Um, and and when you're asking the dev team saying, hey, OK, how much time is this going to take? Right. You can you can start building that muscle within the team to, to get that uh, estimation and the accuracy around that level of effort nailed. Yeah. So, yeah. Spot on. Absolutely mm -hmm. love it. So in short, you know, companies just need to focus on their project tracking and let the experts handle everything R&D tax related. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we know all the little nuances. <laughs> so give us that data and, and let us get to work. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Again, Dana, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, another fantastic Innovators Live. Until next week, then. Absolutely. Amazing. <laughs>